Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to the Science Getting Rich Podcast. I'm your host, Gerald Peters. Always remember, folks, whatever you think about comes about, and whatever you put your focus on grows. That's the universal principle. That's life. Life wants to grow. It wants to increase. The trick to money is just simply having money. Now, if you remember, a while back, I did a little series called the Alpha Code. And inside of the Alpha Code, I was talking about this idea of, you know, part of the alpha code is, well, the law of attraction and not in some weird ass esoteric way, but trying to break down what that looks like. And I talked about this idea of the law of attraction is really the law of love. And to become energy of the law of attraction, you have to exercise love and become an attraction. Um, if you want other people to be attracted to you, you have to first be attracted to you. In other words, you like to listen to your own self. You like to look at your own drawings. You like to read your own, see what I'm saying? Like you find you a fascinating. I listen to my own recordings more than, I mean, I, well, obviously more than most people. I have to listen back and see if I like them, but here's what I do. I do a recording like this and I come back a little bit later and I listen as a listener. I say, do I like this? Do I like this? Is this valuable? Is this worth wasting people's time? Am I giving them anything that could help improve their life? And that's my goal. To be an attraction to other people, meaning they could use me as a bridge. Like I could help them call it motivation, call it a springboard, call it step on me to get where you're going, right? This idea of average and mundane to, 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 to whatever you want to call that I've achieved. You know, I, I, I brag, boast, whatever you want to call it, that I turned a couple hundred dollars into a couple million dollars. And I did this in like 18 years while living life and paying bills and electrical and buying cars and kids and all that kind of shit, right? And and still, been and then that, you know, while in that in and of itself is not amazing, it's not like a, wow, look at this. It's not that. But what it is, is ever increasing life. Money brings in money. And that's all I'm trying to share. And guess what? I didn't get started till I was 29. I spent the first two and a half years paying off debt. I didn't have $100,000 till I was late into my 30s. See what I'm saying? So I did it in a short period of time because I wasted time trying to, to, to figure it out. And so you might be 20 hearing my voice. You might be 20 hearing my voice. You got a 12-year head start on me. See? So that's my mission here. The formula is... And, you know, I talked about during that series that one of the things about the book, Think and Grow Rich, which is a different book, but landmark, you know, one of the cornerstone books to the self-help, self-improvement, motivational uh, uh, genre, that the central theme of that book that I think is miss, missing by, missed by most people is that the point of the book is to influence yourself. You pick you. You vote for you first. See, the moment you like you, you open the door, floodgates to other people liking you. If you don't, you ever meet someone that doesn't like themselves? It's hard to like them. <laughs> you know, if you don't even like yourself, how are you going to get people to like you? And so the secret to attraction, to getting other people to like you, well, is first liking yourself. Sometimes that can be disguises and it looks like, oh, that guy's arrogant. 
think about Trump. He seems kind of arrogant. Well, looks like to me, Trump kind of likes Trump, <laughs> which makes Trump likable to other people. Here's the formula. I am plus B plus think divided by faith times action equals money. <laughs> Say that backwards. All great people, this includes moms and dads, have to become the cause to bend the will of other people. Like to influence your children, you have to be influenced by yourself. You know, it, it's like, you ever see the parents saying, don't smoke, and they sit there smoking? What happens? The kid smokes. Why? Because you did. You did. Children are going to mimic. So you have to be first. You have to be that. You know? So if you want your children, what? Investing, being wise with money. Guess what, mom and dad? You can't live a, a, you know, a life where you haven't done right your whole life and then say, look, don't be like me. I messed it up. You need to do it right. That's not how it works. That's not influence. What influence is, you live a life giving evidence, and then they just do it. This is why rich people stay rich, because they have a path, a blueprint, a pattern. And poor people live their whole life poor, get to the end and say, hey, don't be like me. Be like those people. But they can't, because the central focus, the central influences in their life didn't leave a life, a legacy for them to follow like that. You can't just turn that on. It's not how it works. So why do most people live lives between not having enough and I hate my job? You ever notice that? Most of the people I talk to when they DM me are unhappy with their job. The reason they want to invest in real estate is to get out of a job they hate. It's not some calling to real estate. It's the cash flow. They want the returns on the investment. Now, nothing against that, but they, they don't have a... You know, they don't, that's not what real estate does. It can, but that's not what real, it's not what it's done for me. Most people fail to attract what they want, what they secretly desire, because all they are attracting is more of who they are. More of who they are. To attract more, you have to become more. Here's an example. When I became more of who I was born to be, and when I became a cause, and I jumped from small to big, in other words, when I walked in the room, I was too big for the room I was in. Hundreds of other selves used me uh, to become more who they were. And so when I became an investor to the point where I began to teach it and preach it as a cap preacher of capitalism, and I began to go and push my intent into the universe, what happened? My intent helped other people's intent. I became the cause, and then they used me. I have, I have hundreds of people who began investing in the stock market, not because of a financial advisor, but because they watched a video of mine, or they read my book, and I said it in such a way that they're like, shit, I need to start doing this. Then they can go to the financial advisor. See, the problem with the financial advisor is he's not planting the seed in you that stirs you, that changes you. That's the problem. Financial advisors are fine. Right? The problem is they're not this shit is emotional. Money's spiritual, it's not a piece of paper. Your relationship to money and investing is spiritual. It's how do you see it? And most of the people who are in the financial genre world, you know, uh, whether helping people, 
It's not about serving you. Now, some of them, it may be serving you for sure, but some of them, it's about serving themselves, right? Go to a bank and see the shit they're going to try to sell you. But they're salesmen. Most people in that genre of world are salesmen. But who are the ones that give more to the world than they ask? Warren Buffett. Doesn't Warren Buffett inspire people? He inspires people. He's very present. It's not the fact that he has 40 billion or 90 billion. Like once you're in the billions, it doesn't really matter anymore, does it? Or the Ray Dalios or any of the other famous names that you see, Jeffrey Gunlock, all these names that you see in finance, they inspire people. You ever notice they don't ever name, you know that local guy at the Bank of America who sold me the CD? So inspirational. Nobody ever says that, right? <clears throat> this idea of becoming the cause for other people, I mean, this is what Oprah Winfrey did. This is what Donald Trump did. Uh, you know, you can just go back. Every decade has their own celebrities and their own stars who inspire people. Uh, 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 the more you expand yourself, the more you do you, the more other people attach to it, and it causes them to expand. You become a bridge for other people. You become a catalyst for other people. That's influence. Overtly successful people work where they are and where they will be most celebrated, whereby the underpaid, the overworked crowd, just look for a paycheck. They end up working where they will be tolerated. Benefits. You know, who will pay me 85000 That's where I'll go. Not who will let me start at 85000 And can I make a million here? Is that possible? Can I make a million dollars at this job? And they're like, no. Oh. And if you do this or this or this, we'll fire you. And so you end up working this in this environment where you're tolerated. You're just one cog in the wheel. Get out of, get out of the line. And instead of inspiring you, they fire you. Right? Evidence of people who allow life, or should I say the effect, the effect, cause and effect, we live in a cause and effect universe, right? Evidence of people who allow life to happen to them versus the ones who make their own life by their own choosing and spend their lives in a work environment that doesn't celebrate them at its best and only tolerates them. No wonder the people can't stand their jobs. They don't get to be celebrated. There's, they don't want you to have individual uh, 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 aspirations. They don't want you to motivate and inspire people. If you're a financial advisor, the last thing you're allowed to do is make motivational videos to encourage people to invest. You can't go on Instagram or YouTube and post a video saying that MLPs are undervalued and give some inspirational speech as to why you should buy them. Why? Because you have a license. You could lose your license. Huh. Get that. The people whose job it is to advise you on finances can't tell you the shit that could make you the most money because they're afraid you'll sue them. So he can't tell you, oh, you know what? I wouldn't do that. I would invest in MLPs. They're undervalued by like 40%. I wouldn't do that. I'd buy this rental house or I wouldn't invest in this. He can't advise you like that. He has to work within the construct that's been laid for him. Good, bad, or indifferent. He doesn't get to celebrate himself. He doesn't get to use his own uh, 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 sense of grandiose. He doesn't get to you know, flaunt himself and come into work in a white suit like Colonel Sanders to attract more customers. He's got to walk the party line. Think of IBM. Another leading indicator of personality traits of these high, of the kinds of high thinking types that, that, that work and live in lives where they're celebrated is how they dress. 
I just mentioned Colonel Sanders. Many flaunt their individuality and dress in ways that compared to everyone else kind of stand out. Think about some of the more famous people you know. Colonel Sanders in his white suits. As a kid, that had a huge influence on me. Um, that's been burned into my brain. Think, think McDonald's. You know, they've gotten away from that. But when I was a kid, what was it? Ronald McDonald, right? Think about that. Um, Einstein. Remember Einstein with his wacky hair? People don't even remember him today. Or Elton John, his ridiculous suits and his glasses. Or Elvis with his cape. <laughs> think about the rock band Kiss. Think about the rock band Kiss. What were they doing? They were trying to stand out from the crowd, right? Why? They wanted to get your attention. Why? So they could influence you. Remember the Kiss Army? They influenced millions of kids. How many kids picked up the guitar and became future rock stars because of Ace Freely? You may or may not even know who that is. Um, you know, uh, 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 what's his name from uh, Appetite for what am I? Guns N' Roses slash, you know, credits um, early Kiss albums with, you know, influence in his life. So influence and the, these people stand out from the crowd. Think about your favorite teacher. They did something that was different than the norm. They broke the rules and that's why you remember them and it's why they influenced you. So the concept is be a law unto yourself. Those people are a law unto themselves. Donald Trump creates rules for Donald Trump. He doesn't follow the social norms. All you had to do was watch the presidential debates to see this guy is not playing on the same game these other people are playing. They've all conformed to the rules of the system. And this dude came along and said, you know what? Fuck those rules. I'm alone to myself. I'll look however I want. I'll be orange and have messed up hair and say whatever I want. Alone to yourself. Become the cause of the effect. In other words, become a walk-in reward for 10,000 lives. So that's my goal. My little ministry here, my little, uh, 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 I'm trying to be a reward for 10,000 people. I'm only looking for 10,000 people. Think about that. What if I sell a book for $45 to 10,000 people? What does that look like? How many of those 10,000 will read it, change their life, credit me, send me a letter and say thank you. A couple, more than one, I assure you. Hundreds, hundreds will. What fascinates me as an observer is that you can begin to decode these social icons using such intangibles. How you can study the code is virtually in every success book that models that you can be you can now pigeonhole it. Not only that, but you can you can needle pick through autobiographies and stories and, and you can use them and be of these social mega stars who became the cause, you know, for the effect. They became the influence. They, these, there's been influencers for all of time. You know, we call them celebrities. Today we call them influencers if they're on the Internet, as if there's some difference between a guy on the Internet versus a guy who was, you know, like Casey Kasem on the radio. Remember that? There's always been people who influence other people, and there's something different and unique and distinct about them. That uniqueness and distinction can also be criticized, and that's what keeps most of us from standing out. You know, in our jobs, and I understand, and I'm not picking on anybody who has a job that you can't be creative or express yourself, but it that holding back of that real you, that holding back, is what causes that resentment of, I hate my job. You don't hate your job. 
What you hate is you don't get to be yourself at your job. <laughs> That's what you hate. And you have to find an outlet for that. Some people find that through art, through music, through drugs, through whatever, outside of work. If we can bring those into alignment where you can do work that is you, and then you begin to live a life that just expresses you, that's been my goal the whole time, is, you know, my goals, I'm a marketer. I'm, I like to talk. I like to write things down. I like to have, you know, influence people. I love it when people send me a DM and say, hey, man, I got, you know, I began investing because I read your book and it really influenced me. I appreciate it. I paid off a bunch of debt. I love that. Like, that's karma. I feed on that shit. It's awesome because I was that person. I read a book and then changed my life. I followed people who inspired me to then go on and begin, you know, investing in rentals and doing all these different things that I've been doing or to write a book. You know, other people influenced me. I'm not a good writer. <laughs> I'm not a good writer, but I took, I took what I saw other people doing and I said, cool, if that guy can push his intent into the universe, why can't I push my intent into the universe, Right. And I said, well, that guy, over he's not even good. Well, shit, if he can do it, I can do it. And I began to realize right out of the book, The Science of Getting Rich, if one person, if one single person could get rich doing X, Y, or Z, then anyone can get rich doing X, Y, and Z. The common man seeks change and more effect without ever seeking to be the cause. They seek the effect. They want the effect of owning 10, 20 houses. Not to become the person who ends up owning 10 or 20 houses. Meaning they want the cash flow. They don't want to go through being the person, sharpening the stick, so to speak, sharpening the iron, the stone, the grinding, the pushing down, the you know living frugal, saving the money, getting the credit right, pushing, grinding, looking at 50, 100 houses, leaving your houses, losing deals, spending nights painting houses. You know how many weekends I gave up painting houses in my 30s to where I lost all my friends? My friends, we used to get, you know, like a lot of people in your late 20s and 30s, we'd get together, do board games and couples and, you know, you're partying, you're doing all that, right? Why? Because we, we hate our jobs. <laughs> so on the weekends, we need to celebrate. We, we need an environment where we can celebrate each other, right? What I was just saying. And then I got onto something different. I got onto this thing I call the millionaire blueprint, the stuff that I talk about on YouTube. I started reading. I started understanding the buckets and how to control money. And then I began to realize, that, man, you could just take money and make money with money. And then I began to realize, well, shit, to do that, I need a lot of money. Like, I can't do that with $10. I need tens of thousands of dollars. I need hundreds of thousands of dollars. I need millions of dollars. And okay, well, how do I do that? Well, shit. Uh, one way, I realized real quick, I, I entered someone, I bumped into a guy, gave me a book, and I spent a day with a guy who had a little bit of money at the time. He's a lot richer now, which continues to inspire me. He was kind of where I'm at now then, right? And he said, listen, read this book. And here's what I got out of the book. It was a school teacher that owned like 50 houses. What I got out of the book is every dollar I put in here gives me $4. A dollar in real estate gives you $4 in assets. I was like, okay, so if I want to get to a million, I could do the get there fourth or faster if I did it this, right? It was just simple math, man, cause and effect. And I realized right out of the science of getting rich, I didn't know it at the time. But if one person, one person can get rich doing that, so can you. And I began to follow his formula. And his formula was stupid simple. Save up 
10, 15, 20,000, whatever it is in your area, save up enough to put 20% down on a really ugly house in a decent neighborhood. That's it. Super simple. Go buy it, put the money down, spend the rest of your time fixing it. Paint it, clean it, fix the yard, haul shit off, take out flooring, put in new flooring, all that stuff. And you say, well, I don't know how to do that stuff. Learn. Become the fucking cause. Become the cause that equals the result, the, uh, the effect. Become the cause. And so I became the cause. And so I began, I got on YouTube and I began reading and buying books and, and painting and my early, guess what? First ones look like shit. Second one looks a little bit less like shit. By the time I get to the fifth house, I've kind of figured out this painting thing. You know what? There's oil paint. There's, there's, uh, there, uh, there's latex paint, right? And then, the, oh my God, there's different kinds of caulking. And guess how I figured them out? Messing it up. Messing it up. See, some people don't want to fail. But the truth is, the way you get to where you're going, it's called falling forward fast. That's what I call failure. You ever see a football player when they're running, boom, they get hit, they start to go down and they just kind of fall forward. Like they're not even holding themselves. They're just falling forward. Or if you ever see a baby when they're learning to walk, they fall forward fast. They're failing at walking, but they keep falling forward. And that's the process. And that's how you learn how to pick stocks. You fall forward. You get it wrong. You mess up. But people want to win. See, the reason people don't begin investing in stocks is because they're afraid they'll go down. Why are they afraid they go down? Because they're looking at the effect. They're not the cause. See, the reason my stock portfolio has grown, yeah, I'm at the mercy of the, of the general market. In my newsletter, the Peters Report, I call it petersreport.com. I call the general market the wind. And if you're in a sailboat, guess what? The wind goes down, guess what? Your boat stops, right? Well, back in the day, what did they do? Pull out the fucking oars and start oaring. What does that look like? Labor. Looks like pushing your intent into the universe. So whether the market goes up, market goes down, guess what I'm doing? Being me. And guess what I am? An investor. And so I become the cause. I become the cause, which ultimately results in the effect. So I'm not thrown around by the waves of the market. They can go down. That's fine. My account balance going down doesn't change the, the course of direction. doesn't change the outcome or the goal. Temporarily, might lower the balance. But all that does is set me up to be more prosperous later. Why? Because I have a fundamental belief that the markets go up. 71% of the time, the U.S. stock market goes up. So when it goes down, guess what I say to myself? 71% of the fucking time it goes up. Right now is 29% of the time. What does that mean? It means I have a very short window to take advantage of this drop. And if you see it any other way, you are not the cause. Your result, you're just the fucking effect and you're just getting pushed around. This game is mental. It's a spiritual game. How you connect with money. That's why the book... In my newsletter, I say, listen, you need to read three books to understand this newsletter. And to understand my trading strategy, I call it the money flow trading strategy. Uh, every once in a while, I get a real smart guy who'll pop in and go, oh, all you're doing is a reversion to the mean. And they begin to, to explain to me in technical terms what it is. And I'm like, yeah, I know that. I know that. But you know how that sounds to average people? You know how that sounds when you start talking like that, the reversion to the mean and blah, blah, blah. 
Nobody that doesn't inspire people. You know, that, that doesn't do anything. I'm not trying to be a personal advisor. I'm not trying to use technical terms. Right? I'm trying to be the cause that results in the effect that you get off your butt and begin building wealth. I'm not trying to impress people with my knowledge. I have over 500 books on the stock market, on trading, on investing, all aspects of it. I understand it. I understand harmonics. I understand ratios. I understand the bazillions of different indicators and high frequency trading and insight. Like, I understand all that shit. I understand it all. Uh, 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 but that's not my goal. My goal is not to impress people with my knowledge. My goal is to impress upon people. They need to get knowledge. They need to become the cause of ultimately the effect in their life. That's me. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to motivate people to begin building wealth. Because ultimately, who am I motivating? Ultimately, I'm motivating myself, right? The common man seeks change and more effect without ever seeking to sharpen himself or to change himself or to become the cause that results in the effect. Think on that, bro. Think on that. God bless. Hey, you guys, this is Gerald Peters. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. I really appreciate it. Hey, I've got a new little podcast going. It's a little bit kind of different. It's uh, it's over on Spotify and Anchor. It's called The Money Flow Conversations in My Truck. I spend a lot of time in my truck driving around looking at real estate, doing different things. I get lots of ideas. So this is just me kind of talking off the cuff. Um, I hope to possibly be interviewing some people over there from inside my truck, which is, you know, it's just a play on words, right? But it, I actually am in my truck when I'm doing it. Uh, if you want to go over there and check it out, just go to Spotify, search the term The Money Flow. A little bit different content, uh, 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 you know, way it's delivered. Um, and uh, as always, God bless. Hope you have a merry, merry Christmas and a happy new year.